Well, hello, Texas fans, and welcome back to another segment of the Horns Illustrated Beyond the Stats podcast. As always, I'm Riley Zayas, one of the writers for HornsIllustrated.com, joined here by Luke White. Luke, say hello to the people. Doing good. Uh, Texas, you know, men's basketball and women's, for that matter, entering the uh, NCAA tournament. So we've got a lot to look forward to in the coming uh, weeks. We certainly do. In this upcoming uh, segment, we're going to dive all the way into Texas men's basketball's first round matchup against uh, number 14 seed Abilene Christian. Uh, it's going to be a great one. You know, a good opportunity for Texas to start off the tournament on the right foot. And uh, Luke, without further ado, I mean, let's get right into it. What were your thoughts on Texas's seeding? They come in as a number three seed. Uh, and just everything that, that they did, uh, not only in the regular season, but then especially in the Big 12 tournament uh, to defeat Oklahoma State and and win their first Big 12 tournament title in program history, I believe. Well, I was really happy with Texas' seeding as the number three seed in the NCAA tournament. I think Texas certainly earned it with that Big 12 uh, tournament win. Uh, I think Texas really played uh, some of their best basketball of the season in that tournament. Their first game, they were finally able to up in Texas Tech after being swept by them in the regular season. And then, as uh, we all know, that game versus Kansas was uh, canceled or uncontested, I should say, because of COVID issues within the Jayhawk program. And then we saw Texas take down Oklahoma State in their third matchup this season. And Texas, you know, I think the key players of a tournament were, uh, no question, Matt Coleman and Jericho Sims. I think they played some of their best basketball that they have all year. And uh, the same can be said of Kai Jones, you know, uh, coming in uh, from the Oklahoma State game to fill in for uh, Greg Brown, who really uh, – most likely he wasn't in that game uh, uh, because of his uh, kind of mill down on the sideline uh, during the Texas Tech game. But, you know, I think this goes to show that, you know, if Texas has, you know, at least one guard and then a center like Jericho Sims uh, playing their best, it kind of makes up for the lackluster performances we saw from uh, both Courtney Ramey and Andrew Jones, who had been very, you know, uh, productive players during the regular season, but, you know, just didn't uh, play their best basketball in the Big 12 tournament. So, you know, they're uh, certainly going to look to do better in uh, the NCAA tournament. But, uh, you know, just overall a great showing by Texas, an incredible showing by Matt Coleman. And if they can keep that up, who knows how far they can go in the NCAA tournament. Well, yeah, and I think the Big 12 tournament title gave them the momentum heading right uh, into the NCAAs. You know, one interesting aspect that's happening this year uh, due to, to COVID and, and protocol and all those types of things is that the conference champions were bussed or flew on a plane uh, straight to Indianapolis after winning their conference town, no matter where they won it at. So for Texas, it wasn't too far of a, a bus trip, I believe, from uh, Kansas City uh, to Indianapolis. Not sure if they, they bussed or flew up there, but uh, they got right there and were able to kind of carry over that momentum, winning it, and then they went right into NCAAs. There wasn't much time in between uh, to really dwell on the win and, focus you know right ahead to the to the first round matchup on Saturday night absolutely so you know uh Texas uh, we had talked about this before uh with the big 12 tournament and really every conference tournament uh teams are going to play uh about one game every day so unlike regular season teams don't get a lot of time to prepare and practice uh you know going into these matchups where you know in uh a lot of teams cases their only real chance of making the NCAA tournament is to win these games but 
I think that's definitely different in the Big 12 just because of the depth we've talked about in the conference where seven of the 10 teams made the tournament. And I think that's great on Texas's part, you know, and really every team being able to adapt to that, you know, you don't have uh, much of a scouting report on the other team in such a little amount of time. Players really just need to play as good as they can, you know, with uh, the information they have. So I think that's really interesting what Texas was able to do, especially against Oklahoma State, a team they haven't played in. Uh, yeah, they really haven't played them in a super long time since that uh, kind of disastrous outing for both teams when they played uh, in Stillwater. But uh, Texas, Shaka Smart had mentioned before, uh, they don't know a lot about Abilene Christian, who a little background information won their Southland Commerce Tournament uh, with a 23-4 and record on the season. Really impressive. Uh, so Texas, you know, uh, is just now starting to get that scouting report, getting information on them, and uh, we'll see how they uh, come out playing on a, a Saturday at 8.50. Yeah, and, and no doubt about that. I mean, a uh, little bit of more background info on Abilene Christian. Luke, as you mentioned, did win their conference tournament. Uh, came in as a number two seed, beat number one seed Nicole State. Get this by a score of seventy nine forty five on Saturday. They really took it to number one seed Nicole State, and that says a lot about the program. It's obvious the Wildcats are clicking at the right time. You know, they they're led uh, offensively by seven footer Colton Cole. Averages 12.3 points per game, uh, has made 38% of their three-pointers in league play. That's not something you see too often from a seven-footer. And as Shaka Smart said on Sunday night, you really can't underestimate any opponent, no matter what conference they're from, no matter who they are, and uh, you know, no matter what they've done in the past, because this is March, and March is the time of upsets, as we've seen time and time again. And here's what Shaka had to say. Uh, in his meeting with the media on Sunday night. I think for our guys, understanding that utilizing the experience that we have in the past, understanding that, you know, when you play a team, regardless of who it is, what conference they're from, if it's in the NCAA tournament, they're going to be a really good team. And, you know, obviously Abilene Christian, you know, they're 23 and four, uh, the number, very, very impressive. Um, they played Tech. They played Arkansas extremely tough. So I think the first thing is just gaining a, a level of respect for the opponent. Also a level of respect for for us to be our best. We've got to do A, B, and C. And that's the teams that, you know, advance here are going to do that. He is certainly right. I uh, couldn't have said it better myself. I mean, March is, is one of those times when you got – level up your play because if you're not and you get lackadaisical and you look at it as a three verse, you know, 14 C matchup, you may not emerge from that game. You may emerge with a win. You may emerge with a loss. We've seen crazier things uh, that have happened in the past. Absolutely. That's a really good point you made up or you brought up about, uh, you know, really not underestimating your opponent. That's especially true for the NCAA tournament. And, you know, Every team is there for a reason. Every team has earned their spot there. And uh, obviously, they're uh, some of the most talented teams in the country. And uh, so we see these, you know, very uh, low-ranked seeds take down these top-ranked seeds. Like in 2018, for example, UNBC beating Georgetown. I mean, uh, Virginia, sorry, or Florida Gulf Coast taking down Georgetown uh, seven or eight years back, you know. I think the root cause of that is because these teams are under underestimating their opponents and are uh, – you know, really don't think that they can hang with them. 
when, uh, as I mentioned earlier, every team has earned their spot here. Every team has uh, done exceptionally well in their conference. And I think the key to uh, success in the NCAA tournament is treating every opponent the same and really playing every game like it's uh, your last, which in reality it kind of is uh, with it being single elimination. So Texas, kind of like Shaka mentioned, can't take out Link Christian for granted. He mentioned that they did play very well against teams like Texas Tech and Arkansas, who both made the tournament uh, two very high-quality teams. So ACU is a team that can hang with these top teams out, as we can see. So Texas needs to be prepared for that. Oh, and that's evident in their schedule, too. I mean, you look at some of these teams they played early on. Texas Tech, notably, as Shaka Smart would go on to note, uh, they held Texas Tech to just 51 points. They lost 51-41 in Lubbock, a place where Texas lost. I mean, if you if you think about that, a seven-point loss to Texas Tech, a team that you know is, is very confident hanging into the tournament, uh, that looks like a possible recipe for an upset, a team that played a Big 12 team that tough in the regular season and, uh, you know, won or, or contested uh, with the Red Raiders in a place where Texas did end up losing. They also uh, held Arkansas to a 85-72 victory, so they did fall there. But, again, they played these highly ranked teams, these power conference teams, and, honestly, I mean, they, they've looked pretty good doing it. Luke, from your perspective and watching Texas play this season, I mean, how do you guard Colton Cole, a seven-foot center who can shoot the ball from the outside so well? Well, I think your best defense against a great tall player like that is uh, get your get your other tall players like, you know, Jericho Sims and Kai Jones. Uh, I mentioned earlier that Jericho Sims is playing exceptionally well, especially during that Big 12 tournament. I believe he set a career high with points in the Oklahoma State game with uh, 21, if I'm not mistaken, along with Matt Coleman. Who had 30 points, but you know, Kai Jones is another guy that filling in for Greg Brown played exceptionally well. And uh, uh, Jericho Sims, you know, it's uh, a lot of people are talking about how he really got snubbed from the Big 12 all defense team. And you know, people are saying that for a reason because he's a fantastic defender. And I think to, he's Texas's best bet to defend against uh, uh, Abilene Christian's uh, centers because, uh, as you mentioned, they got some really great players that can. Uh, uh, be great defenders and scorers. So I think Texas, uh, Jericho Sims, uh, once again, is kind of your best uh, line of defense against a guy like that. He certainly looks like it, and we've seen him play against, you know, some better players uh, statistically. But, you know, Colton Cole presents that challenge, a guy who can shoot on the perimeter but can also dominate in the post. Uh, Going to be taller at least by a couple of inches uh, for pretty much any of Texas's post players minus maybe one or two so when you look at that aspect of it too I mean there's there's going to be a different way to defend these guys as Shaka Smart also noted the game prep had already started as less than an hour after the match had been, been announced with Texas assistants and, and himself uh, calling pretty much everyone they knew who had played Abilene Christian this season uh, to kind of give them a what he calls a live sky report, a sky report from just seeing the way they played against you know their particular team, and uh, you know scouting is such a big part of that. And we'll have to see how Texas plays, but a key start, a quick start, is going to be very critical because if you start slow and the game's close at the half, that's when that's when trouble can arise. Absolutely, in Texas, we've really seen the battle back from those. Uh... Uh, deficits at halftime, but one that kind of uh, is very notable to me is when they played Kansas the second uh, go around in Austin. 
down by 10 at halftime, I believe, and went on to win in overtime. So I think it's important for Texas, and this goes for any team. If you're down at halftime, especially if it's to a team that, you know, you're really not you're not expecting it to be a close game, don't get down on yourself, you know. It's a act like it's a brand new ball game uh in the second half and really just play your best. You uh you rip uh sorry, I think you need to have a short term memory and kind of forget about that first half, forget about your mistakes and start uh focusing on what you can do better and how you can improve on that half and the mistakes you made then. Well there's no doubt about it, and there you have it, Texas fans. Uh Luke and I's perspective on Texas' upcoming first-round matchup against Abilene Christian. That matchup will be played at 8.50 uh, on True TV, I believe, uh, on Saturday night. And Texas fans, have a rest of your week. Hug them horns.